Then you could watch people go, he's a real big one. Here he comes. And they shoot it and they keep whispering, well, I'm real, I'm real excited about shooting this deer. I'm so excited about this. I just <laughs> want to whisper through an entire show. I'm Ryan Gresham. And this... This is Gun Talk Nation. Hey, welcome into Gun Talk Nation. I know people are going to go, Wouldn't, didn't you just have that guy on? Chris Serino, he's back. Well, you know, I'm right down the hall. <laughs> it's really easy. But we actually have stuff to talk about today because I've been a traveler. You've been a traveler. We have. And we've been places. We've done things. So we thought we'd talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I am right down the hall. And it's not like we didn't have anything to talk about last time. Yeah. So, uh, so let's just... First off, I didn't know that you were going to be wearing Vortex gear today. You got the memo. I and got I'm the wearing memo. the one Vortex thing I have because it's cold. I'll tell you what. This new hoodie is the bomb. So we'll get that out of the way right now <laughs> that Vortex also has apparel. So, But that has nothing to do with this. Um, this Gun Talk Nation is brought to you by EOTech Range Ready. Smith & Wesson, Ballistic Advantage, and BuildBox. Still on the air. It feels, it's so funny, people don't realize we filmed this stuff. We filmed BuildBox in the summer, in like August. We did. And then people are watching it on the Outdoor Channel right now. And it feels like, wait, what did we do on that show? It was so long ago. I wish I had the Outdoor Channel, because honestly, I would like to watch one of our shows like once, just it, on TV. I mean, it's probably like five bucks a month if you want to add that to your, your plan. Yeah. Then you could watch people go, he's a real big one. Here he comes. And they shoot it and they keep whispering, well, I'm real, I'm real excited about shooting this deer. I'm so excited about this. I just <laughs> want to whisper through an entire show. I did. I remember we were, we were filming a hog hunt one time, night hog hunt. And we are whispering because we're hunting and we shoot the hogs and we go up there and the hog is dead. And I'm whispering to the camera. I'm like, yeah, the hog came in and it was really... Why am I still whispering? The hog is so dead right now. It doesn't matter. I can yell. <laughs> Let's be excited and yeah. talk in a normal tone. <laughs> so um, we can't talk about everything we saw. And I'm saying that only so you and I don't screw this up. Right. Good reminder. Okay. But because there was, I went out to the new Smith & Wesson headquarters out in Tennessee, Maryville, Merville, Tennessee, right outside of Knoxville. Saw some new stuff, tried out some recently new stuff that is introduced. You went up to Wisconsin to see Vortex. I did. It Vortex was my optics. first trip to Wisconsin uh, for Vortex, and I have a lot to say. Well, let's let's do it, man. What it, in general impressions, because I went last year. What were your general impressions of, of Vortex Optics as a company? All right. So I get to Vortex. We fly into Madison, stayed somewhere in Madison, but it was a ways from the airport. And then Vortex is about 25 minutes from there. And it's it's a short drive into no man's land of Wisconsin. Just gorgeous. Yeah. Offices are located in a beautiful place. I think it's called Barnerville. Yeah. Small Barna, I mean what, Barnerville. 20, 30 minutes from Madison, something it's like, like that. It's like 25 minutes, nice, easy drive straight out. It's a campus uh, location 
Uh, everything's like uh, they have their own little driveways. They have their own addresses. They have all these beautiful buildings. Uh, the buildings are all built on a hill that have spectacular views of the plains of mm-hmm. Wisconsin. So, I mean, the whole place is right off the bat. I mean, it's just top notch. It's amazing they can sell anything affordably. <laughs> well, that was kind of what struck me when I went out there last year is, I mean, certainly from, we're all familiar with Vortex Optics, but if you tell me to name optics companies, they'll be in there. But I think of, I guess, I guess some of the more like older legacy optics companies, Leupold, um, Trigicon, Trigicon, Bushnell, Redfield, Bushnell, you know, Nikon, but like all those things. You go out there and you go, oh, they are a big company. Yeah, they have over 400 employees. It is one of the cool things right off the bat. It's de- it's employee owned. So all those people out there are working for a reason. They're working to make things as good as they possibly can because they want to keep their jobs and they want to keep getting paid. Yeah. So that's great. Cool. I, I was caught. I was caught by that. I mean, they have they have birthday luncheons. They do one a month. So everybody that has a birthday in that month. They have a birthday luncheon. That's cool. Beautiful you know, cafeteria areas where you can eat. And of course the windows are all over, you know, all the silos and barns of Wisconsin. Did you go down into their little club room? The supper thing? club. Supper we club did. thing. We had dinner in okay. there. Okay. So this yeah. is a funny thing. Like they explained this to me and anybody who's from up there is going to go. Yeah, obviously. But apparently Wisconsin as a state is known for these supper clubs. Are you, were you familiar with this before? It's kind of like a restaurant speakeasy, right? I mean, yeah. that's the idea I got. I wasn't familiar with it. I've heard the words before, but it didn't make sense to me. But it was, again, it's down in the bottom of the warehouse. It's where they store everything. And the warehouse is so big. I don't know how they get stuff off the top shelves. I yeah. mean, <laughs> we're talking stories, three stories, three yeah, or four crazy. stories high. Amazing. And, and what, I, what I told the folks at Vortex, and I don't know if people listening or watching understand this, but Vortex is, when I think of Vortex, I think of the company that has something for everyone. Mm-hmm. I can walk into the sporting goods store and I can buy an optic from $150 to $4,000. Yeah, that is kind of unique because typically brands kind of try to play in their little world of as far as when you think about price point on things. Right. Um, but yeah, they do have the very, very budget stuff that's under $200. Right, even. because everybody needs something mm-hmm. and not everybody wants to spend an arm and a leg. I mean, when you think about their um what's the what's that line i'm thinking of the uh crossfire or strike eagle strike or, eagle line of optics i mean yeah. that stuff is fantastic for the price mm-hmm. i mean you're talking about you know 450 dollars minimum price you know so you're gonna you know somewhere between 450 and 500 for a really good optic that i can take out on a 308 or a 65 and shoot a thousand yards we were talking about this this morning and i I feel like it's you can't just use price as a gauge of of value and and quality necessarily, but in general, if you're talking about reputable optics companies, Vortex, Leupold, um, some of the I'm probably forgetting some, but um, I know you are. <laughs> there's like yeah, there's there's 15 other optics companies right now that are like, dude, name us. I don't I don't know. I can't remember everybody, but right. 
But that like $400, $500 ballpark for a rifle scope to me seems like now you're getting into a quality that you would trust to go hunting, trust to go do a lot of things with. And yeah, shoot out right. to a thousand yards, depending on what your the movements thing is. are true. The 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 reticle and the 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 BDC bullet drop compensation reticles, they're all true. The markings, so the hash marks. You know, if it says it's you know X MOA or X mills, they're true. I mean, you can hold the same thing you dial on. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. But let's get back into the office. I mean, the office is spectacular. They've got a showroom there where you can actually go and buy things. That's, you can buy so things and try them out. Is, yeah, we should talk about that because, you know, people listening go, well, I can't go to this place. But you can actually, actually, you can. You can. It's open to the public, and they have all of their optics there, all their gear. And, like, oh, it's kind of neat, I, I, as I'm remembering this, the customer service people are, like, right behind They're right the store. There. So, like, literally, if you had a question about it, or if you had a problem with something or whatever, if you're passing through Barneveld, Wisconsin, yeah, I you mean, can go in like oh, I'm going to stop into the Vortex store. Right, you could pull in there. You could ask questions. You could definitely uh, show them things. They have all their their tripods set up, all their spotting scopes, handheld binoculars, range finders. Everything's right there in giant windows. So yeah. you can shoot all the way across, and I don't mean shoot. I mean you can view all the way across these fields and be ranging and looking at all these silos and barns and looking at clarity. Yeah, it's pretty stuff. neat. Yeah, that is kind of a neat thing that you were talking about is in the offices, they have all these windows. So everywhere you go, people have binoculars and spotting scopes and like rifle scopes that aren't on a rifle, just handheld that you could just look out a window or if like arranging, I don't know if, I guess you need to step out of outside with a well, range finder. The neat thing is in their repair department where they do all their servicing mm -hmm. for things that come back, they've got one window. It's like on the third floor. So there's no way to get in it folks, but they got one window that actually opens up. So the service guys can go out and verify their range finders and laser devices, laser ranging devices so they can actually tell to make sure things are right before they ship them back. They probably have a big board out there that's precisely at 100 yards. They do. They got markers. And, of course, it's a dog-friendly facility, so all yeah, the smoking towers are outside. So you can go outside, smoke a cigarette, and let your dog run around all the fields. I mean, it's like pheasant fields, and the dogs, yeah. I mean, everybody has beautiful dogs. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're all just everywhere. bounding through the grasses. <laughs> you know, they're bounding through the grasses. And as I'm watching this, I'm thinking, man, if a pheasant comes up i'm gonna die you know it's <laughs> it really looks cool. like it would right right so but um all right well let's do this real quick um a couple companies that make this show possible ballistic advantage they've got deals going on you need to go over to ballisticadvantage.com i've been telling you guys for weeks now they are running specials this is man if you if you're looking at buying stuff, there probably has never been a better time. I mean, there are deals on everything. And if you want to do a, a rifle build or you want to upgrade your rifle, go to their website, uppers, lowers, barrels, handguards. Go cheap on everything else, but buy a receiver set and your barrels from Ballistic Advantage. Mm. And then yeah. you're probably going to be okay. Yeah. And then BuildBox. We were talking about BuildBox briefly, but, yep, it's still on the air. We still want to push you guys to go watch it, help us out. So whether that's on Outdoor Channel, but Chris, did you know 
that you don't have to have outdoor channel to watch BuildBox. That's what I should have said earlier. Right. You can watch it on your phone, but I'd have to know how to link my phone to my TV. You so can, maybe I can get my girlfriend or somebody to hook yeah, it up. Yeah, watch it on uh, YouTube. You can watch it on guntalktv.com, all the places yeah. online. Just look up Stream Buildbox. it to my TV. I mean, Gun hey, building. honey, make this happen. You know YouTube's not going to let anybody see it, though. Oh, my God. You're going to have to search it. <laughs> You got to show them who's boss. Don't let those algorithms be the boss of you. Yeah, YouTube is really putting a hurt on us. Don't don't let just only view the content that is served to you. That's right. If if the product is free, you're the product. Deep thoughts for this podcast. All right, so you went out and shot at their outdoor range. The, so Vortex has a training division, Vortex Edge. Right. And you guys went out to the, the longer range setup. So we covered the buildings, and then we left the the, uh, the main facility. Uh, there are ranges there. We'll talk about those. But the outdoor ranges, I mean, just amazing. You drive about 25 minutes out further into the country, mm. beautiful hills of Wisconsin. I mean, we must have seen hundreds and hundreds of turkeys. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, turkeys everywhere. You pull into the facility. It's a gated entrance, big, big, beautiful barn dominium right there. But it's not open to the public, right? No. No, it's their private stuff. I mean, hey, we're not open to the public. Yeah. You have to keep some things nice. Yeah. <laughs> but you can go out there and you can train. And they've got targets from 100 yards out to uh, about 1,100 yards. And there's all different sizes, all different things. Uh, they can work you through the paces, fundamentals, and get some really cool hits. There's all kinds of wind coming through there because there's so many hills. You know, So the wind is coming from your right at this distance, it's coming from the left out at that distance, but then it's coming back from the right, and you got to decide and make some some calls. Their instructors were super helpful. They're very good at reading wind and, and giving you range calls. Mm -hmm. So it was really fun if you want to take a class out there and learn your gun and be able – I mean, I, honestly – I would I would love to shoot a deer out to 500 yards, but I could do it further. Mm -hmm. But after being there for a half a day, even just on the range, I would have liked to go into the field that night. I'd have been like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm ready now. Yeah, I'm ready. I, you know that is true. Um, doing a little bit of a rifle class, even a day or two, man, it really tunes you up. We should probably run a pre-hunting season rifle class. Yeah, we'll shoot at 100 yards and. I mean, who cares? I want to shoot further. I know, but we like... Need, we need to have a place where we can spike out. After we do a day at the 100, then we go spike out. Mm -hmm. We can prone out. That would be cool. Everybody would have to be willing to drive 35 minutes. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Um, well, I was at Smith & Wesson's headquarters in Tennessee, and although I can't talk about all the new stuff, we had a conversation that I want to jump into. Here. Yes. So, and I'd love, if you're listening to this, if you're watching it, I'd love your input, if you can comment or, or, or whatever. But um, Send us an email. So we were talking about, there's a couple of new things. One was we shot the spec series, the new M&P uh, pistol spec series, which is very cool, green pistol. It also has a, th a threaded barrel with a comp on it. They worked with Faxon to kind of develop this comp for the MP. Works fat, fantastically. Is that a word? Fantastically? Yes, absolutely. Okay. It is. Um, it's not, we're going to make it one. Not 
Very, very little muzzle flip when you're shooting this gun. Did learn that if you're standing kind of to the side of it, it might throw some powder your way. Oh, yeah. Well, compensators are like that. I mean, when we were shooting the SIG match last week, I mean, you could not stand on the side of that, uh, the uh, PCC, the pistol mm-hmm. caliber carbine. I mean, it was just blasting you. You had to move back. Yeah. Yeah, you know that probably a compensator is working great if it's very loud and blasty. Yeah, if it's <laughs> sending stuff your direction, that means it's working. Yeah, it's doing its thing. So that was cool. Um, and then also the response, which is their relatively new pistol caliber carbine, kind of an, kind of a, an M&P 15, but in 9 millimeter, And, of course, it takes M&P mags. You can also swap out a little module, and it'll take Glock mags. But but why would you want to use Glock mags with a Smith & Wesson gun? That's my question. Here's the thing, right? So there's two reasons. Because you just own a bunch of Glock mags. But probably the bigger reason is... Well, I mean, who else makes a 33-round stick for a pistol? Right. So my thought was... So M&P has the regular mags that are like 17, 18 rounds. They have 23 round mags that come with that spec gun, which are cool, extendos. Yeah, that's fine. But why wouldn't Smith & Wesson make a 30 or 35? You know, if you're going to one-up anybody, make it 35. Make it 35, make it 38. Do something. Everybody makes uh, extensions for mags. Why not just make the magazine? Yeah, make a long one. I mean, I don't even own a Glock pistol, and I have a dozen 33-round mags. (laughs) Because if I get a carbine, I want it to take Glock mags because I want it to have the capacity a carbine should have. Right. So so why – okay, so we engineer engineer the Glock mag adapter for the Smith & Wesson gun. Why not just engineer the mag? Make make a bigger mag, be like, hey, this is something we're going to do. It's mm-hmm. going to be new. It's going to be exciting, and we're going to have our own. Because after all, if you buy a Ruger carbine, you can get it with to take Ruger mags, Smith mags, or Glock mags. Mm-hmm. So sell so, more mags. Ooh, let's do this. If you're listening to this, don't email me and tell me your comment. Email Smith & Wesson or comment on their Facebook page or probably Facebook. That's probably where they ought to go. And say, I heard on Gun Talk Nation, they were debating about that you guys should make bigger, more higher capacity M&P mags. We weren't debating it. We were demanding it because <laughs> nobody else is making and I it. So tell why them, I am in favor of this. Yes, I'm in favor. Make it so. Yes. I mean, why not do it? And then the Smith guys are going to be like, Ryan, why are you and Chris talking about this? Yeah, why, why would you un- can, uncork this can of worms? Well, because somebody else has to do it. Yeah. Is it, I mean, because we started talking about, I guess, CZ Scorpion, you know, that's a, that's a nine millimeter. Yeah, but they're thicker mags. I mean, I don't think the, the frame holds, would take that, right? I mean, I you could know. put an MPX mag in it, but Colt, that's a big, thick mag. Colt stick mags. Okay, so that's those are hard to get. Hard to get. They don't work great. Are they great. expensive? Yeah, they don't work great. They're expensive. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, you know. I think there's an opportunity there. I think people would like that. They trust M&P mags. M&P mags are good. Well, the M&P pistol is fantastic. All you have to do is just make it longer. Yeah. I know if they can do it for 
STI guns and make all these giant magazines for STIs, why can't someone just roll stamp one out? Say, hey, mm. we're going to do this. Or is anybody, maybe, maybe someone's listening and going, you idiots, somebody's already doing this. Is anyone making a high cap M&P mag that's like really high cap? Oh, uh, well, if they are, we should absolutely know about Maybe it. Maybe we don't know about it. And if they are and you we don't idiots. know about it, then we are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Smith & Wesson, they are a sponsor of things to do with gun talk. And so we appreciate it. They have the new response, uh, pistol caliber carbine. I'm kind of on a kick right now because my wife was shooting the MPX um, when SIG was doing their thing here. And I think a nine millimeter pistol caliber carbine is awesome for an everyone can shoot at home defense gun setup for your wife, for your maybe more like teenagers slash more adult kids with a red dot on it. I love that. What do you think? Uh, so the yes. response, I know you go ahead and cough it out. Oh God. Yeah. Um, but good, the response is nice. We've been shooting it. It's just very low recoil. And um, it's pretty lightweight. I think there's a lot of polymer in that. They're able to kind of make it a little bit lighter. But smith-wesson.com, check out the new spec series. We were shooting the heck out of that thing. It ran like a top. We were doing all kinds of really dumb, stupid shooting with it. Um, which you see, When you get buddies together, after you do a lot of serious shooting and you go through 10 or 20 mags, then you start just being silly. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how you get good with a gun. You screw around with it. You have fun. You try to shoot things that normally you, you can't hit. Yeah. So we what we started doing was um, we had a plate rack out there, at, I don't know, 10, 12 yards. And each person got one shot. And you're not allowed to miss, but you're not allowed to shoot it the same way twice. So you kept going. So it would be one-handed strong hand, one-handed weak hand, upside down sideways i mean nothing that was unsafe right you it was shoot just, without fear but it was like let's try this <clears throat> because after you have two hands on the gun and you're shooting and you're and you're doing well then you start getting a little like well what else can we do right <laughs> exactly um so that and then range ready we've got um we've got some classes on the schedule yeah and i and uh we're talking about carbines and stuff so we're we're going to do something to modify our carbine course descriptions because I would like to allow 22, if they work, 22 caliber ARs platforms. I would also like to allow pistol caliber carbine AR platforms because you know what? That's how I got my ex-wife shooting carbine. She mm -hmm. went to her first carbine class with a 22. She learned how to run the gun, how to shoot it. Now, granted, you're not getting all the recoil. You're not getting a lot of the same effects, but you're still on the line with all these big boomers. Mm -hmm. So you are getting desensitized to some degree. You're dealing with the hot brass from other people. You're dealing with those explosions. So, yes, we got classes coming up, and let me modify that course description so some of you guys can can bring out your wife and and have them shoot a 22. Or, or hell, if you just you bought a pistol-caliber carbine and you want to bring it to a class— you right. can do that. Yeah, heck, why wouldn't you? That's called, less recoil. It's cheaper. It's funner. Yeah. Is that a word? That's a new word now. We yeah. I think we're up to like three. There's one another one I said. It's earlier cheaper. It's stupid. funner. It's easier to shoot. Why? Why wouldn't you? I More mean, funner. we're only going to go out to 100 yards max on carbine two. So, and you could do it. Yeah. So, that that this just in, 
range ready car, uh, carbine classes, you can run a 22 AR or a nine millimeter AR. Right. And if you're feeling spendy, I guess you could run like a 10 millimeter yeah, AR or a 40. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what you do with all that 40 ammo you have laying around. Oh my gosh. Yes. Take a <laughs> class. I've got, I've got like seven minutes till I have to meet with silencer central. Yeah, if here. you're watching this and you saw Chris look at his watch, I knew why you were looking at your watch. I'm not offended. He's got an appointment. Uh, yeah, I, I bought three new suppressors. From, Did you buy three? Yeah, I got three. I, I mean, if you're going to be there and you're going to fill out the paperwork and you're going to wait forever, I was buying a 30 cal can, the Banish Backcountry, mm -hmm. and the 22 Backcountry, or the 22 Banish. And uh, I was like, oh, screw it, just give me another Backcountry. So I got another 30 cal. So why not? I'm, I'm kind of to the point now where I'm going to say it, and you guys can slap me. I don't, I don't probably don't really need more guns. I mean, I'm going to get more, but I don't need more, but I do want to get a silencer for basically every gun that I can put a silencer on. If they were available over the counter, I would be broke. Yeah. <laughs> like every gun, I mean, no pistols, maybe not as much, right? Because like you're yeah. running that with a holster but man, and stuff. I'd have, I would have 20, 22 cans. I would just have yeah. one on just every leave it, gun. Leave it on the gun, mm -hmm. sight it in, it's done. Because I know when you start out, you're like, oh, I, sw I could swap this silencer from this gun to this gun to this gun. You can. And that probably is the practical way to do it. But once you start buying another one and another one, you're like, I just want to have my gun set up and have it ready. Right. I want it to be zeroed. I don't want to mess with it. Yeah. It works. Why mess with it? Yeah. Right? So there's that's me. Man. Yeah. So what else happened up up there at Vortex? You you did some classes indoors too, huh? Yeah, we uh we worked with some red dot pistols and uh did some training. The indoor ranges are absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's the a instructors really nice were very kind, very knowledgeable. And uh I would recommend to anybody wanting to go you know, people say, well, I've trained with you a million times. Where else can I go? That would be one of the ones I'd That'd recommend. That would be a good place to like, go. Yeah, you, get, you yeah. Go, to, go to Vortex. Yeah. Go see Wisconsin, take a class, and make a vacation. And if you're if you're up there in the upper Midwest, you're, you know, the reality is we'd love for you to come down here, but I understand not everybody's going to travel that far. If, you're, if you live in Wisconsin or Minnesota or something, maybe it's a little tougher to get down here. Although, in February might be a real nice time to come down here <laughs> yes that's a great time i'm just saying but yeah they have a nice facility there and again it's not an open to the public range i don't think but right, no they, they run a lot of different classes and they yeah. do a nice job with it it's a very secure facility very good yeah so um there's not much else i can tell you about what i shot at smith and wesson but i can tell you there's new things coming and they're going to be cool like around shot show time yeah we'll talk about them yeah and new stuff from Vortex. Yes. That we also can't talk about. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan and Chris. Thanks for telling me there's stuff that's neat that he can't well, talk about. Just keep watching Stay and know tuned. that anybody can afford it. Yeah. Yeah, And absolutely. that's the important thing. All right. Well, that's it for us. Quick update. Oh, Gun Talk's been on the road. Hope you guys have happy holidays, a happy new year, and we'll see you in 2024.